The city of Cape Town's law enforcement officials are monitoring sporadic incidents of looting on the Cape Flats. At least two food truck drivers were injured following sporadic incidents of looting on Monday, and there have been over 40 arrests so far. The city has now also asked the South African National Defence Force to help them deal with these looting incidents. So for more on this, we join on the line by Cape Town's Mayoral Committee Member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon. Afternoon, ma'am. Mr. Smith, first and foremost, uh, what measures have you put in place uh, in terms of uh, dealing uh, right now uh, with these incidents of looting? Okay, so keep in mind that the primary uh, function here is, is, and the lead agency is the South African Police. The city operates in a supportive role. So we have senior officials who attend the um, the, the joint um, management meetings uh, where we um, will take guidance and arrange our resources to, to act supportively. So we have on our side, for instance, created a small reserve unit that can uh, respond rapidly to these incidents, as we did, for instance, yesterday. And we are working with them to um, get the uh, companies doing these deliveries, especially the larger ones who, um, like Checkers and ShopRite, who have been the primary victims of these attacks, to give us the routes that they travel on so that we can align our resources accordingly and try and protect them. Because this is effectively a, a criminal element that is taking advantage of the, the disaster situation. And um, yesterday from Heinz Park, um, the residents were warning us from earlier, um, from about 20 minutes before the attack, that people were assembling and that there were members of the Hard Living's gang instigating this and then afterwards sending us uh, footage of this. So there is uh, there's definitely a criminal element in, in some or most of these attacks, uh, especially when the decent people in communities are, are alerting you to such um, we are probably, uh, it's probably challenging to cover all the large trucks moving, but it's not the entire city. There are a few hotspots where these vehicles are vulnerable, and one of those, for instance, has been the R300 between Heinz Park and New Woodlands. And and, and that, of course, uh, exacerbates uh, a problem that already exists right now with you know people trying to uh, get out and get what they need during this lockdown period, Mr. Smith. Uh, this issue of the gangs, uh, we know that it's a problem at the best of times, but how do you now deal with this at a time like this when people, some would say that they are hungry and this is why they are looting? So, I mean, I've raised this myself when I speak to community members, and many of them uh, tell me straight out, uh, and I had this conversation with two people yesterday on the phone, that that's not, simply not true, that people are making plans and decent people do make plans, but there are some people who are tempted by the um, the easy gains of getting involved in that kind of criminal behavior and who unfortunately are doing the wrong thing upon instigation of, of others. Uh, SAPS has made some good arrests with the support of Metro Police and law enforcement. Um, there have been 45 arrests related to the liquor stores. There's quite a lot of liquor stores that were initially hit, um, and that's certainly not essential foodstuffs. Um, uh, and then uh, there were about six uh, food stores up until the end of last week, and I think we've seen another uh, one now added. There were over 10 arrests relating to those. Yesterday on the R300, there were three arrests for the instigators, one of which is definitely a known gang 
offender. So I think we'll do what we can, and hopefully as the criminal elements see that this is not going to go unresponded and that there are consequences, it will taper off as the attacks on the shops did. Uh, but, you know, the criminal element will adapt itself. One person said to me yesterday, if they can't do the the criminal business that they normally do, and if the lockdown is hurting that business, they will adapt and find other ways to um, to earn an income. And uh, with regard to the SANDF uh, and that uh, request to have them perhaps uh, bolster the uh, security forces already on the ground, uh, have you had any response to that, Mr. Smith? So I know that that is formally being discussed at the, the uh the prof job meeting this morning, we have two senior staff who sit in on that meeting with the military and the police, and we requested them to, to make that uh, request, especially to have staff or vehicles deployed along some of these hotspots to discourage the attacks, um, because even last night, as our staff withdrew after having spent much of the day on that R300, um, there were uh, fresh attempts at placing rocks on the road and ambushing vehicles. So it's it's been a it is a challenge to have staff there all the time. Keep in mind there are twenty two thousand SAPs in the city and about two and a half thousand traffic law enforcement and metro police members combined. So we, we can't take over the crime prevention job of national government. We support as best we can, but we can see that SAPS is straining badly and we're suggesting that um, additional numbers from the military side during this time is important because SAPS is, and our own services are also hard-pressed to try and enforce the lockdown regulations, which in some communities... Right, we seem to have lost uh, J.P. Smith there. Uh, our... Our apologies. Uh, it is beyond our control where these lines just seem to drop uh, from time to time. Uh, Mr. Smith, are you there? No problem, ma'am. Thank you. Um, I said just we can see SAPS and everybody is straining hard to ensure the lockdown regulations are in staff as well. So we're loud ailing and speaking to communities about staying indoors. And whilst our focus is also on these matters and supporting all the food uh, relief programs, I'm afraid some of those criminals are being opportunistic. And so everybody will pull together and do what they can. I do want to invite people, though, or residents who observe something, who want to report it in the city to do, to use our call center, the 021-480-7700, so that we can respond as quickly as possible. Thank you so much. Cape Town's Mayoral Committee Member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith, speaking to us there.